Hi, Minimal Moves. It's me again. Um, right now, I'm sitting next to my Red Macintosh All Natural Soy Palm Blend candle. Uh, I never thought I would be a candle person. It's just really, you know, like unnecessary, impractical, blah, blah. Um, at least where I am, where I have reliable sources of electricity, it doesn't make any sense. They're kind of expensive. Um, but here we are. Um, I just threw this out. It has nothing to do with minimalism, but it kind of does at the same time. So obviously it's increasing the amount of possessions that I'm having. Um, I have three candles in my room right now, which is way more than I've had. Actually, I also have like little tea candles, so that makes it more. But, um, it brings me a lot of joy. It's, it's really strange because it really does not fit my personality type. But I'm really enjoying it, and I think it's also a very easy gift for people to give me, and I'm a hard person to gift for because I'm really picky, so I'm not really picky when it comes to candles, so maybe, you know, maybe it's good? It's really not. I'm trying to think of, like, how I can ease myself out of this phase in a way because it's really not, you know, it really isn't necessary, but I just also want to come here to say if you're moving towards minimalism or living a bit more sustainably, it's okay to have either a lapses kind of like this or to allow yourself to find ways to bring joy because you're minimalizing in other ways, right? Like, I'm not, I mean, I was never really a clothing buying, per- I love clothes, trust me, I love fashion and I love clothes, jewelry and everything, but I never really bought a lot of clothes at a certain phase of time, life, unless it was really necessary, like I bought like school uniforms or when I came to the States first, I bought like a bunch of clothes because I knew I was coming to a really cold area that I was not used to, things like that, but I've never really bought a lot of clothes just like for the sake of it, but I'm like really evaluating what pieces I introduce in my wardrobe because I know how much of a burden it can turn into, so um, I'm thinking about those things, like even buying food, I'm far more intentional right now, um i have so much like gift wrapping supplies because i love gift giving but i'm not allowing myself to buy anymore until i use up all that i have right now things like that so it's a trade-off i sidetrack a little bit but i feel like this is an important one and something that i'm trying to teach myself as well um so i wanted to flag that for you today i wanted to talk about my non-minimal makeup collection this may not apply to everyone if you don't wear makeup um there are a lot of sort of societal constructs around who doesn't wear makeup but i am here to say anyone can have fun with makeup okay so moving beyond that i don't really so i call it my non-minimal minimal collection because first of all makeup is not in my mind minimal unless you you are like maybe someone who performs um, this is an important part of your way of making a living. I don't think that um, for the average person, it's fair, very super, super necessary, especially beyond like a basic, I don't know. Also, basics really depend on the person when it comes to makeup, I've realized. So like for me, something might be a basic, but then I watch these minimal makeup group or I guess there are four more makeup gurus who have turned to minimalism's like basic collection and they have an entirely different set of things and they don't have the certain things that I consider to be my basics. So it really depends on the person or I don't know what I'm doing with makeup. That's also possible. But um, of course, I will caveat this with like if you have certain types of jobs, which obviously includes people who maybe perform a lot. Um, Also, I know uh, flight attendants, I think, at least the Japanese ones, seem to have pretty strict requirements. Also, if you come from a conservative society, just just my heart goes out to you. Um, I do as well, and I know that if I were to work back in Japan, there are certain like 
uh, we just recently had, sorry, I stammer a little bit because it's kind of outrageous. We recently had this rule about how women need to wear heels to the workplace. I think we still have for the good part, even if it's not a formal rule, it's an unspoken rule that you're supposed to. Um, and our minister of labor basically agreed with that concept and he did not want to overturn it and that we're in 2020 right remind me i mean with everything that has happened i am very aware that we're in 2020 so um makeup collections could be really necessary for certain people and it may you may not be allowed to have a minimal collection which is really unfortunate if that's not something that you enjoy if you enjoy it great but if you don't i'm sorry that said um, I'll talk through what I have. This is where it would be better if I had like a video component, right? Because I can show you, but um, I'll, I'll train my verbal explanation skills. So to start, I have one palette. Um, I have this one palette that was gifted to me that I adore. It's from Anastasia Be- Beverly Hills. It's their natural um, or like neutral tone. I think it's called like soft glam. Um, and I love it. Um, I, I do really enjoy bluer eye products, blue and green, and I'm the type of person who would wear it even though I don't look particularly good in it or anything. I just really love it and a lot of my clothes are in those color tones as well, so it would go really well. So this palette does not contain any of those. So I have a tiny eyeshadow like little box that I also got second hand to hand me down. Um, that's blue. I don't really love it though, so I'm looking to replace it with a kind of more multi, like blue and green toned eyeshadow, like small palette if I can, because I would love having that. Um, and especially for holiday seasons, obviously. But I just I'm the type of person who dresses up at very on a daily basis. Um, it's harder to catch me not dressed up in in some kind of conceptualized way on any given day, and that's just me being extra. But so I love those kind of colors that are typically considered a bit more out there or uncomfortable i also like purple and i want to try that out i haven't really had a purple eyeshadow yet moving on to um other eye products so this includes for me um i have one black eyeliner one green eyeliner that's kind of getting old um i really wanted to introduce a blue eyeliner um maybe like a vivid blue or maybe like a dark blue um i don't really know but i kind of want to try one of those and i think i will really enjoy it um and i have two mascaras it's because so i have one that was gifted to me from glossier um very good very basic it's almost a bit too basic for me though i like a bit more of a dramatic look for my like upper lashes for my lower lashes they just smudge so glossy is perfect um but for my upper lashes i have i think it's the too good to sex you know what i'm talking about it's some two-faced oh it's called better than sex that's what it is this is really bulky mascara i don't really like it it um i get like little black flakes all over my face um but i knew that was really popular and wanted to give it a shot um it's very strong and i can tell that because i get these traces on my sink um of this mascara um it's okay i won't repurchase it but i know that people really like it and it's really popular um i'll probably be trying out like clinique i think they have like cruelty free um like healthier ingredients products and kind of want to try that out i also know a lot of sustainable um i think elate is another sustainable makeup brand um i haven't really learned as much about it just because the sustainable brands tend to be fairly high-end and i get a lot of things either um whenever i feel comfortable spending on them or i get things secondhand um so i don't really have a lot of control over the brands that i have but 
yeah so that's kind of my eye section um i'm moving on sort of down my face oh also right now i'm not using foundation at all because it would get all over my mask um and it doesn't really make sense but i do really enjoy using liquid foundation normally i've had uh the mac liquid foundation um i think i might have had another kind but i don't really remember um i just haven't had used it in a while because i ran out before I went abroad last semester, so that would have been, I haven't really had one since maybe last October, or maybe last September, November, I just um, haven't really needed it yet, but I will be repurchasing it probably down the line whenever I can, let me, mm, I was gonna say let me know what your recommendations are, but telepathy me your recommendations. Alright, I do have powder foundation as well. I think it's from Cover FX. Um, I think they're also a kind of like a healthier or gentler brand. I need to do a bit more research into it and I'll probably redo a sustainable makeup episode down the line. I'm just not really there and I'm being 100% brutally honest with you. Um, so kind of while we're on the face, I don't really wear blush. Um, I have a secondhand Tarte blush and like a free sample one that I got, I think also from Tarte, um, that I have just when I want to like I don't know, blush more than I already do, which I blush a lot, so it doesn't really, it's not really something that I find very necessary. I also get Asian Glow if I ever drink, so that's, yeah, oh, Asian Glow is just when people become really red, and it's just kind of like a colloquial term if you're not familiar with it, just because a lot of Asian people get the glow, I guess, I don't know, it's something genetic, uh, my dad does the exact same shade of red. <laughs> Uh, with like a sip of alcohol and it, it's crazy because we look like we're drunk but we're not at all it's just like turns bright red you know like a tomato anyway moving back to makeup and hopefully none of these topics are uncomfortable oh just letting you know i'm over 21 i'm um also over 20 so in either of my countries i'm cleared in terms of drinking um just to make you comfortable because that might make some people uncomfortable i don't know um, so, in terms of br brushes that I have, um, a lot of them right now are secondhand or like hand me downs. I don't really know their brands. They're really good. The hand me down ones I really like. I honestly don't really like the ones I have. Um, I think one of them is Elf. Oh, I do really like this one. I got it from this, okay, it's from Daiso in Japan. And some people might know it, especially if you live in like California. Um, but Daiso is like a Dollar Tree basically, but more, far more enjoyable and far more like better quality products. Um, you kind of like you kind of get a sense of like what types of things to look for but a lot of people in Japan use various kinds of Daiso products especially like around the house organizing um, I'm I'm kind of into stationery so I wouldn't buy stationery from them necessarily because their quality isn't that spectacular but like anything you can think of that you need in life you can find some version of it there like you can find dishware laundry tools and yes in Japan we have a lot of laundry tools I don't know but they also have makeup brushes and they're not a dollar maybe they're like in US dollars it would be like two dollars fifty worth um, maybe a little cheaper, I'm not sure, because I got them a long while ago, but they're so, so nice, they last long, they don't shed, I don't know how they do it, and I don't know why, like, brushes here are so expensive generally, um, to get, like, a good quality one, but they're really good, and I've loved it, I use one of them for, like, my powder foundation, and I have another in stock just for, like, um, setting powder, that's something I'm looking forward to getting once I don't need to wear a mask all the time, I don't know if that'll do um, but if it does, I have this like, we call them like kabuki brushes, but it's basically this like big floofy brush that you just kind of use to set your makeup, at least that's what I'm planning to use it for, um, and I really want to get a setting powder, 
I've heard Laura Mercier is very good, but I don't think I can afford that. They sound really fancy because they sound French. <laughs> but, oh, I think e.l.f. also has, like, a decent setting powder, so I might be going for that. Um, I have a brush from e.l.f. They're okay. Like, they're not spectacular, but I'm also using it for foundation. And I feel like I'm supposed to use it for concealer, so I don't really know. I don't really have a concealer right now. I used to, um, but it was, like, just not the right, right exact shade. And also, I didn't really see the need to hide my bags under my eyes because if people can see it that means they know that i'm tired jk um sorry but um for real i i do have a lot of like i have like a lot of blackhead on my um nose which if you don't know what that is it's just kind of like little like hair bits that you can see i guess my mom does as well i didn't really know how to fix it um i haven't really tried as hard as i could i guess but I don't think that, like, hiding that is going to change my life, and I also don't think there's a concealer out there that could hide all the blemishes that I would like anyway, so I, I might as well um, own it, and um, I, this, this might be sharing too much, but um, birth control has really helped me control my acne, um, so I think that that's been really helpful as well, and if I do, I'd rather let it like heal itself and like speed up that process instead of covering it up and like potentially elongating the amount of time it take for it to go away so um i'm kind of pragmatic like that hair flip moment um but i do i mean if i do find a good concealer that works really well that i think is not really stifling i might get it down the road but i don't think so not for now um and obviously i'm very lucky to have like okay i mean i don't really like my skin either but i mean I feel very fortunate that I can make this decision at the same time. I don't know, it's kind of a tricky balance, right, of, like, security and security. That's the other thing where minimalism, I think, helps, though, because for me, the decision of not having a concealer, for example, is kind of a, it's kind of like a convenience thing. Like, I don't really want another thing to clutter up my collection that is already pretty, like, decently sized, as you can tell, and... I don't really have a strong need for it so like that mindset of minimalism helps me convince myself to sort of be like living with my flaws and even though I'm not like a fan of it I think that's like a step in the right direction I don't really know but um I think it helps me moving on oh um just to t go over eyeliner brands I had EM Cosmetics I think that was the brand I had before it was okay it was starting to dry out um, so I got a Rare Beauty one. It's also good. I have, like, weirdly lidded eye, or, like, one of my eyes is weirdly lidded, so I get, like, the line on the top, um, sometimes, but I'm trying to figure out if there's a way I can do my eyeliners better to not have that happen. I have my green one is from Sephora brand, which is okay. Um, okay, moving on. So for eyebrows, I use an e.l.f. palette that, like, my friend in high school who was a pretty good makeup person and who also was really financially conscious she recommended to me and i've been using that brand since i repurchased it once when it completely shattered to like the point of where i couldn't use it at all um the first time around so i'm on my second and it's gonna last forever because it comes with a, a lot of product for like a brow thing and um a second product i think in the past four or five years maybe um i use it pretty frequently um I think it just makes my brows look more organized. Uh, my brows in real life are pretty, like, present. Like, they're pretty vocal uh, on their own. So, I mean, I am trying to also shift to a more, like, pen style. So, next time I do purchase a brow product, it'll be, like, a single, like, you know, I don't need to open the, like, little compact thing. It will be just, like, a pen style thing, maybe, um, because I just think that's easier to handle um, and travel with. 
but for now it's what it is moving on um lipstick so my lipstick collection is so eclectic i have two from em i think they're em cosmetics i don't really know the exact brand sorry i have a couple from nars that are secondhand hand-me-downs um i have one from like a random brand that i something pop but it's not color pop i don't really know um let's see what else i have i have one from sephora that's like bright red that i got for prom fun fact um i learned how to do my makeup for prom four days before i did prom because i didn't want or i went to prom because i didn't want to spend so much money and i decided to spend a little bit more money on my hair uh, because I had no clue what the heck to do with it but I figured I could learn how to apply product on my face because that's a bit more like precise I can look at it right um, I was kind of wrong my makeup was kind of a mess but I do think I learned fairly fast for someone who started doing makeup four days before prom so I guess kudos to me I don't know um, but yeah so I have like a weird collection of make- um, lip products I have like a couple samples I think one of them is like a Tarte sample um i don't wear it as much just because i okay i hydrate a lot all the time um whether it's water tea coffee um whatever i i love like smoothies anything basically um so it doesn't really make sense for someone like me to wear makeup because i'm like the in the next five minutes i'm probably going to be grabbing from a water bottle anyway but i do really enjoy the look so i mean a lot of them are also hand-me-downs or i got them for free and it came with something I really want to declutter them though. I think ideally I would have one bold lip that's like a red because I love bold lips and I think I look okay with them. And then I would have like one a bit one that's a bit more sort of mauve, is that the name? Like kind of neutral tone one. Um, maybe a pinker one, but probably not. I don't think I look really good with like the cute vibe. I think I look a bit better with a, a gentler kind of uh, casual elegant, I don't know, striving for elegance clumsily um look so that would be my goal um and then i think that's most of it um if you include perfume i just use perfume right now because i have them um i'm not a perfume person just because like i've had experiences where i sit next to someone with a strong perfume or cologne and that's all you can think about for the next meeting uh and i find that really annoying some people some people have really nice cologne um but i'm usually not a huge fan of like sitting next to someone else's um, perfume so I just don't want to bring that circumstance upon other people I'm a person who goes to a lot of meetings obviously not in person right now but once things turn back to normal I probably will be so I'll be wearing perfume now because it's just you know I have it it makes me happy but um, it's not really a purchase that makes sense for me I've had this right now I'm using like something that was gifted to me but um, I have this perfume bottle that I've had for like five six years and have not really made much of a dent in it aside from it naturally evaporating and it's probably gone bad because it was already on sale then I don't know that was also gifted to me so I've actually never bought perfume on my own and as much as I really like certain scents I probably won't ever find it a reasonable financial decision to purchase one maybe like one of the slim like Joe Malone ones once I'm like a real adult and have money hopefully maybe but I don't really know we'll see um so this has become a really long podcast I'm kind of trying to experiment if people like the sort of rambly I talk forever version better or if people would like a bit more of the you know shorter clipped I've prepared material for it type 
Um, again, another telepathy moment. I figured these telepathy moments are appropriate once every 10 minutes. So this is going to be hopefully my only other one within this podcast. But I'll just quickly walk you through what my ideal makeup collection would be as a, like a more minimal um, setup. So I would probably ideally have a... Um, I'm counting on one of my hands. Um, probably will need both, but a liquid foundation, a brush to go with it, a eyeshadow palette that's like, you know the Elate ones? Um, if you're into this world, you might have come across Elate, which I think is a sustainable, cruelty-free brand, um, and they have this palette that you can customize. Um, so I would have like a palette like that where I can put in like mostly neutrals, but then some um, blue green toned eyeshadow. So I'm gonna count that as three. Sorry if that's like kind of cheating. Um, but yeah, okay, three. Um, and then I would have one eye black eyeliner, um, black mascara, and let's see. Oh, yes, I earlier said two lip products. Um, so one, one dressier, one fancier, kind of bolder, and then another a bit, um, more gentler subtler nude um color and then one brow product is that it i think that might be it um i mean oh also i use like a primer right now but that i got for free and i will probably i might repurchase a primer if it feels like it would be good for my skin and then a setting powder so i'm not counting the primer um just because i don't think i will repurchase it actually realistically speaking so that's nine things unless i oh i guess i should count like one brush for my eyeshadow palette although right now my palette comes with a brush so i'm not counting it but i'll say 10 so ideally i would want 10 items in my makeup collection i think that is pretty much a common number for like minimal makeup collections that you see online um i don't really know I think, obviously, this is yet another thing where it's so up to the person. And also, I have a lot of secondhand things. Um, I Okay, secondhand makeup might be a contentious thing. I don't really care. I um, If I receive something secondhand, and I've gotten it kind of from various avenues, some from, like, people I know, some from um, specific platforms made for that. But I would just let them sit, like, for a very, very long time. Like, one of them, just by circumstance, I didn't have access to it for, like, two months. So I just, like, let it sit. I'm sure you're supposed to do some sort of cleaning. But I just kind of, like, trust that they won't give away something that they had, like, illnesses around. And if they did, then that germ will die out in those amount of times. Um, I'm sure this is not the scientific way of doing it at all. So please don't do it like I do. But, um, just so you know, um, I do try to be a little bit careful, but not super, and that's how I have, like, a lot of secondhand things. If I can wash it, I will, like, brushes and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I do. So this is a long podcast, um, but that's just kind of walking through makeup, and honestly, I really enjoyed it, and I might do it for, like, clothes as well. Um, I'll look at my target demographic, or, like, my demographic of audiences a bit. Um, I'd love to know... Or try to kind of tailor this to content, obviously, that is more interesting. Um, so I'll, I'll try to figure out, like, well, talking about my scarves. Well, scarves is probably pretty boring. But, like, you know, how many tops I have, how many dresses I have. Like, would that sort of thing be interesting? Or would that bore your eyes out and want you to stop following my podcast? In which case, that'll defeat the point. Um, I hope this was interesting. I do not know what's coming up next. But um, I will for sure see you soon. See you later, Minimal Moves.